0: The average pay for a top Hollywood executive has risen 53% over the last five years. Compare this to the average salary of a writer, which has remained pretty much the same. Nearly half of all screenwriters are currently earning the minimum amount as set by the Writers Guild of America. This equates to about $4,500 per week for a TV staff writer. While this may seem like a lot, it's for a short period. Most shows run for a set number of weeks, and a writer's lucky if they can get one or two good jobs in a calendar year. This mediocre compensation for a highly skilled position is just one of the many reasons the WGA, the labor union representing Hollywood screenwriters, called a strike more than three months ago. Some of the changes writers are asking for are higher minimum pay, more writers on staff, mandatory residual checks and greater regulation of artificial intelligence use. In mid-July, the Screen Actors Guild also went on strike in a show of solidarity across the industry. One playwright and screenwriter on strike is Sofia Levitsky-Weitz. Earlier this year, she and her co-writers won the WGA Award for Best Comedy Series for their work on FX's The Bear, which premiered on Hulu last year.
1: For The Bear, season one, for my episode for the whole year, I got a $5,000 residual check, which I could never complain about $5,000, but just as an example, the amount of people who told me that I watched that show over and over again, I watched your episode over and over again.
0: According to FX and Hulu, the first season of The Bear was the most watched comedy series in FX history, and the season two premiere, which dropped earlier this year, was the most watched debut of any FX show on Hulu. But despite the popularity and critical acclaim, Levitsky-Whites still has no idea how many people actually watched the show.
1: They won't release it. Yeah, that's the big thing of the streamers. It's, they have kept that information for us since the beginning. And so that's one of the big things we're fighting for, where we're like, we want transparency
0: in that. Unlike network TV, streaming services aren't required to compensate their writers based on how many people watch the series. And so they keep the actual ratings a secret. This leads to lower pay up front or through residuals, which is continued pay as people watch the show months or years after its release. With more content moving to streaming platforms, residuals are disappearing across the industry, and many writers who rely on this passive income are feeling the pinch. One of Levitsky-Weitz's co-writers, Alex O'Keefe, made headlines last month when he said he lived below the poverty line while working on The Bear.
1: It seems like a lot of money when you hear about it, and it is. And I would never say I'm not grateful for that. But the reality is you get a paycheck, you get 50 to 60 percent of that with taxes taken out, then you get... 10 to 20 to 30 percent of that taken out with commissions for agents, managers, lawyers, whatever, you know, people you work with. So what you're taking home at the end of the day is not sort of that figure. And then that has to sustain you for your whole year. And sometimes people are working 10 weeks out of the year because of
0: mini rooms. And so it's not always this huge, glamorous thing. Screenwriting in Hollywood is an extremely competitive sector. And each one of these writing jobs requires a rare combination of talent, dedication and discipline.
2: You need some level of talent as a storyteller, and that can come from anywhere from either you have it, or it can be learned in terms of studying storytelling and studying film and TV and novels and whatever it is where you get your stories from. But on top of that, in terms of working in the business itself and making career out of it, you need to have tremendous discipline because you need to write a lot. It needs to be like any other job. I always tell my students, if you were an attorney, you couldn't call in one day and say you have attorney block. You know, there's no writer's block if you're a writer trying to make a living at it. You really need to deliver every day.
0: That's Irving Belitesh, a screenwriting professor at the University of Southern California School of Cinematic Arts. Belitesh has worked as a writer for both film and TV and says there are key differences between the two.
2: For TV, it's quite different. It's more communal. There, you work with other writers in what's called the writer's room to develop episodes and season arcs. So that process is much more communal. You're going to either an office every day to meet with a writer's room. Now, some of them are done on Zoom, but you have constant interaction with other writers. But these
0: writers' rooms have been getting smaller, which
2: means fewer opportunities for up-and-coming
0: professionals. Since shows on streaming services are often only a few episodes per season, executives hire fewer writers for what's called a mini-room. One of the WGA proposals to end the current strike is to set a mandatory minimum number of writers per show. People, I think, see that from the
1: outside and they don't understand, like, why a minimum amount of writers in a room? But what I can see around me is even the most talented, incredible writers are having trouble getting work. And it's not about them. It's about there's a structural problem in the industry. And so that's why the strike is so important.
0: But perhaps the most existential problem facing screenwriters today is the sudden explosion of artificial intelligence. Both the WGA and SAG have been adamant about regulating this new technology.
2: AI is here to stay. So We have to figure out how to deal with it in a way that doesn't decimate some levels of the industry, which it might.
0: AI has already changed the landscape of both film and TV. Generative AI is being used in blockbuster movies to digitally de-age older actors and even bring back big names who have long passed away. Meanwhile, technologies like ChatGPT have demonstrated that they can write full screenplays. While a current AI-generated script may read more like a low-budget soap opera, it's only going to improve in the years to come. Bellatesh explains that this technology could very well be used by studios as a way to undercut writers.
2: Studios can generate what we call treatments, like a first version of a story, and then say it's their story, and then have us come in to rewrite, which is less pay and The credits are different and we get paid a lot by what the credits are. So there's a lot of issues that need to be worked out. I think that there are solutions. It's just a matter of finding what they're going to be.
0: While Belitesh thinks there may be a way for the film industry to use AI in a way that doesn't harm writers and actors' careers, Levitsky-Weitz disagrees.
1: I'm pretty apocalyptic feeling about it. This is only the beginning and the improvements that have happened so radically. Sure, like now it sort of sounds like a canny, like stupid sort of like dad humor, whatever, if you try to get it right, something. But the fact that it is there after being sort of released so soon, like and, and has machine learning, like it's going to get so much more advanced. And so this is really something to
0: nip in the bud before that happens. But despite these concerns, the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, known as the AMPTP, has refused to negotiate when it comes to the future use of AI. It's frightening that
1: this is one of the deal terms that the AMPTP refused to engage in. They said, we don't want to limit something that we may want to use in the future, which feels clear to me that they're already using it. And so this is something we have to put a hard line on. There's something sort of quintessentially human and real and messy that like AI will never be able to replace. And you just see that in what comes out. I think, well, I think like a Marvel movie could be made by AI totally, but like something good and beautiful and true. I don't think so. But that doesn't mean that they're not going to try to do
0: that. So when is this industry-wide strike likely to resolve? While the AMPTP has been willing to negotiate on some proposals, like increasing writer pay, many key issues are at a standstill. Both Belatesh and Levitsky-Whites think the strike will go on for a long time. For now, all WGA and SAG productions will remain on hold. It's completely reasonable what we're asking for. And we're just asking to,
1: yeah, be fairly compensated for what we do and to have, you know, our part in the industry be rewarded for what we deserve and to keep making things that people love and want to see. And it's going to be a very dry sort of entertainment next few months. It's going to continue to be. So hopefully
0: people will start realizing that without artists, you can't have art. To find out more about the writers' and actors' strike, as well as our guests, Sophia Levitsky-Whites and Irving Belatesh, head to ViewpointsRadio.org. This segment was written by our associate producer, Tabor Brewster. Our executive producer is Amira Zaveri. Our studio production manager is Jason Dickey. I'm Marty Peterson. This segment is brought to you by Lowe's. Don't miss the store-wide truckload event at Lowe's. Right now, save on major appliances and get an additional 10% off in-store clearance appliances. Lowe's knows home improvement. Valid through August 9th. Exclusions apply, while supplies last. Selection varies by location. See Lowe's.com for details. Coming up next week...
2: If you're gonna just create a lawn a hundred feet away from your home, you're basically making a bowling alley for embers. Wildfires are becoming more common in areas never seen before. Are you prepared then? It's very hard for humans to directly observe the world and see what's really there, rather than what they hope is there or what their opinions are about what's there.
0: Having trouble paying attention? One expert recommends trying this exercise i'm marty peterson
2: and i'm gary price these stories in depth on your public affairs magazine viewpoints
0: and that's viewpoints for this week follow us on twitter facebook and instagram to learn more about upcoming shows and find a library of past programs on apple podcasts google play and spotify Plus, you'll always find previous segments and more information about our guests at viewpointsradio.org. Join us again next week for another edition of Viewpoints.